Welcome to the NBDA podcast, interviews with industry leaders and subject experts from across the business development world. Join us as we talk about real-world experiences, challenges, and opportunities that can take your career to the next level. The NBDA podcast is brought to you by your podcast team, where having your own podcast is as easy as being a guest on ours. Discover more at yourpodcast.team. Now here's your host, Dave Spray. Welcome to the official podcast of the National Business Development Association. My name is David Spray, and today we're talking with Christine Spray from Strategic Catalyst. Christine is the founder of the National Business Development Association, and this is the inaugural interview, and I thought she would be the perfect guest since she was the, the person who founded NBDA. Christine has a long history in helping companies grow and with a subspecialty in business development. And so we had a great conversation about why NBDA was started, the value that the members have received, why business development professionals should consider joining NBDA, and uh, a variety of other things about her background, as well as her vision for the podcast. So this is a great episode, especially if you have been a member, board member, sponsor or speaker from NBDA in the past, I believe you'll find this episode to be really uh, enjoyable and informative. So let's get to the show. Hi, this is David Spray and welcome to the official podcast of the National Business Development Association. Our guest today is Christine Spray, the founder and president of Strategic Catalyst. Christine, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for hosting me, David. You are most welcome. So let's get started. Could you tell us a bit about your education and business background? Sure. I'll kind of go in chronological order. So I started working when I was 14. And in high school, I left high school at noon to go to an after work school program and started working through high school, through a program where I was working for Memorial Hermann starting at 1 p.m. in the afternoon. So I did that through high school. I, when I graduated from high school, I went on to the University of Houston. I spent eight years at University of Houston, paying my way through school and working for jobs to do so. I graduated with a bachelor's in biology and a psychology minor. And I, again, started working when I was 14. By the time I was in my early 20s, and by the time I graduated from college, I was in management. I was offered a management position in my early 20s and have been in leadership and management ever since. And for the most part, I've been in every role from sales and marketing operations, financial, HR, and lots of different roles in multiple companies. Okay. So what made you decide to strike out and become an entrepreneur? And when was that? So I started my first business, Strategic Catalyst, a little over 11 years ago. And my desire to be an entrepreneur was really enjoyed working with C-level executives. And I had a passion for helping people and companies grow. And a lot of that I was doing for free before I even started Street Catalyst for a lot of professional service firms. And so I just finally figured out how to package it, price it, and, and, and offer it as a service offering. And the other thing I'll say that I 
believe the Bible says that we're here to serve others. And so I really enjoy client service and, and serving people and companies and helping them go to the next level, particularly helping them realize what they can't see and beyond what they their limitations are, that they can do more. Okay. And I believe on top of that, you wear a couple other hats with some other organizations. Is that right? Uh, yes, it is. I actually became a Vistage speaker for Vistage International. And I became a member for Vistage in a year later, which was a year after I started Sheet Catalyst. I became a national paid speaker and Vistage chair for Vistage International, which is where I lead six monthly chief executive roundtable discussions with six different groups from manager level up to CEO of billion dollar companies. I lead six of those groups a month. So that's Vistage International. I also am a certified EOS implementer. I've been doing strategic planning for, gosh, I hate to say 20 years. Let's say 10 plus. It sounds better. And then so I've learned about the EOS tools and made strategic planning a lot easier than the way I was taught to do it. So I'm a certified EOS implementer serving multiple clients in diverse industries there. And I also am a public speaker. And, and of course, I also started the National Business Development Association. So strategic catalyst, I didn't mention, but basically I did mention what we do is we help people and companies grow. And I do that through everything from strategic planning to workforce planning to implementing recruiting firms in a practice. But what I'm really known for is basically building effective pipelines and business development workshops and strategies to helping people, you know, create plans either from individual business development plans or to to a firm plan. Okay. And I think you also are a best-selling author and for a number of times, correct? Yes. Now uh, you're embarrassing me. So I'm quite modest about it. Yeah. I had the oppor- opportunity to to speak with Steve Forbes on an, at an entrepreneur conference on the stage in New York. And that led, the short story is that led to me co-authoring a book with him. And that book is Successonomics, which I share a lot of best practices on how to network and build a book of business build a referral pipeline, et cetera. Then that led to the introduction to Brian Tracy, where I did the book Transform, which is really about transforming your life, your business, and your health. And it was really an opportunity to share. Basically, even though Brian Tracy is an expert on sales and most of his books and content is on sales, we we were asked as, an, as a co-author to share the best practices and philosophy that we live by that made us successful despite the adversities we've been through. So I wanted to share that in a book and it gave me the opportunity to share that because I feel like if I could be successful, anybody can be successful. And then the third book that I did with Jack Canfield, Road to Road to Success, was also a best-selling uh, book. And so I really shared best practices for how to build an effective pipeline and a business development culture within an organization. So let me just recap. So you've had, you've co-authored three best-selling books. You're a keynote speaker. You run a successful consulting firm. You're a certified EOS implementer and you're a Vistage chair with, with a full practice. It wears me out just saying it. How the heck does your husband keep up with you? <laughs> you know, I have to say my husband was the smartest man I've met in, along my days and in, in my career because he is the one that realized that you can't keep a wild horse held back. You just need to let them run and let them do their thing. And as long as they come home to you every night, you're good. <laughs> 
Agreed. <laughs> that's my story. That, that, that's my story. Yours, <laughs> that husband of yours sounds like a brilliant uh, guy. Yeah, you are indeed. <laughs> you <laughs> <Okay>. are indeed. <laughs> okay. So tell me, what are the characteristics of your ideal client for you know, whichever of the uh, businesses you want to think about it as? Well, so I'll say that what I primarily do is work with CEOs and their leadership team to help them go to the next level. And sometimes that leads to me working with the people that are in charge of business development or sales. And um, so in, in, for the most part, it's going to be a CEO and, and leadership team, again, with a vertical or, or additional, you know, group of sales or business development. But it could be everything from partners of a CPA firm, partners of a law firm. A lot of my clients are professional service providers. And, you know, but I also serve logistics, transportation, distribution, manufacturing. I don't do everything. I have turned down automotive and I've turned down fashion and I've turned down other businesses, certainly. But but a lot of professional services and then a diverse out, outside of that. Probably mostly mid-market. And I'd say that my CEOs and clients are mid-market from the range of probably 20 million to 200 million with clients on opposite sides of that spectrum from, you know, three to 5 million on the small side to, you know, a billion on the large size. Okay. Well, thanks for that context for the type of people that you are, are best set up to serve. So since this is the NBDA podcast, let's talk about NBDA. So when did you launch NBDA? I launched NBDA, the National Business Development Association, a year after I launched Strategic Catalyst. And ironically enough, I launched it because I had been on about 20 different boards already in my career up until that time. But when I was a Strategic Catalyst consultant and serving clients and people, of course, people kept asking me, well, Christine, where do we go for best practices on business development? That's what I'm known for. That's what I you know, was doing for a living and still do. And so I said, you know, that was, you know, as far as networking or finding best practices or hearing the best speakers, there wasn't really anything out there. And, you know, I know best coming from public accounting backgrounds that, that there wasn't anything out there. So I literally asked a hundred of my closest friends, you know, my network, you know, what do they think about starting the National Business Development Association and did they want to be a part of it? And ironically, everybody said yes. So I, I kind of chuckle and, and laugh inside because I probably made some people unhappy because I couldn't have all hundred people on the board. So we, we started out with a the logo and the name, the, the website and and building the board with 12 people and continued to, um, to, you know, build the board each year or rebuild the board. But long story short, that's really how it started. It was really to serve, to actually highlight other speakers and, and besides me, because unless people were willing to hire me to come in and sometimes it didn't make sense if they just have one or two business development people, then this was a place where people could learn not only how to network better, and but also hear from other best you know practices from speakers and things like that. I will say that the board and I were really careful and strategic, I should say, from a standpoint of building an organization that was for people that were already experienced, typically in their 40s, that already had a network, that already knew how to network, but wanted to learn and continue to build their network and learn more best practices and how to do that, build build an effective pipeline. So you know, most of us, you know, on the board, I mean, all of us on the board were more senior, I'd say, 
And while the organization is open to anybody, even young professionals, you know, starting out in their career, we just wanted to make sure it wasn't an organization where, you know, people were running around handing out business cards, that it was very strategically focused um, on building your network and building your book of business. Okay. Well, thank you for that uh, additional information. And I believe it was about 10 years ago that you uh, launched NBDA, right? Isn't NBDA celebrating its 10-year anniversary this year? Yeah, so you're right. I did say, you know, I launched a year after Strategic Catalyst, which is a little over 11 years old. But yes, it's coming up on its 10-year anniversary. So we're getting ready to do some very exciting things. And one of those is to launch this podcast in celebration of our our 10-year anniversary, among several other things that we're going to be doing is like a mentor program and things like that. Okay. But we'll come back to the podcast in, in a minute. So how did you want NBDA to be different from other associations that you were a part of? Well, similar to what I alluded to a moment ago, we wanted it to be a place where, yes, people could come and network. We wanted it to be a place where people could come and get best practices from our speakers and not just learn what was going on in the economy or the marketplace or different industries, but truly learn from people that you know, have developed businesses that have developed their network, that developed their pipeline, and so that they could walk out the door and go implement these best practices. And so, you know, many times we have had, you know, the chief business development officer panel and those, you know, individuals sharing how they got to where they're at and everything from sharing why they chose one service provider over another service provider and how to, you know, how to show up, you know, better in your prospect meetings and what questions to ask, you know, what to include in proposals. I mean, just lots of different things. While some of them may be basic, hearing from experts that have actually done it was a whole nother story and a whole nother level. Okay. Well, thank you for that. In the 10 years since NBDA was founded, what are some of the ways that, uh, that the organization has evolved and what uh, has triggered those changes? Ha, ah, great question. That's a loaded question. I don't think we have enough time for all of it, but I'll try to summarize high okay. level. So when we first launched NBDA, our goal was to have, we were, again, just like we are now focused on quality, not quantity. So when we first launched the first year, the goal was to have premier events that were basically breakfast meetings at the junior league, an hour and a half with, you know, networking and a speaker or a panel. And we were only going to have six a year. And within three or four months of launching in BDA, the membership committee, because we have all these mem- all these committees too, the membership committee came up with, hey, why don't we host workshops on the alternating months? Uh, still same type of content, but individuals, you know, in their, their particular area, maybe not a panel. And let's offer the workshops for free for people that are members. And so that's when we added, you know, the workshops. So now all of a sudden we had, you know, six workshops and six, you know, premier events. And then over the years, we've changed the premier event from a breakfast in the morning at the Junior League to signature events, which mean they take change to lunches at the Junior League. And we went to offering those quarterly instead of every other month because we then added, we continued to add have workshops. We added CEO forums. 
where it was up close and personal, a small setting, which, you know, with minimal, uh, you could only have a small number of people to register for CEO forum, but you got to sit up close and personal with the CEO, tour their business, learn, you know, uh, what, what, how they got to where they're at and also what their, you know, short-term and long-term goals were. We've done golf tournaments. We've done happy hours. We've done the business development certification call, excuse me, business development certification program. We have done the business development group coaching calls. Many of these things I'm mentioning, we still have. And we've always had some component of our programs free for members. And then the rest of the programs are discounted for non-members. You mean discounted for members, I believe. Oh, yes. Thank you. Sorry about that. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Thank you. So, and what about COVID? What uh, changes did that that create? And what and also what opportunities did develop because of what you learned from the COVID changes? Yeah, interesting enough, just like everybody else, when COVID hit, you know, everybody was locked down basically. So we switched gears like everybody else did, and we, you know, switched to to Zoom events. And fortunately the junior league worked with us to move all those in-person dates to, to the next year. So we didn't lose anything there, but every, all of our events, we continued and refocused or reshuffled perhaps maybe the topics or the theme of those to help, you know, make sure that they were present and, and important for the time, which means some of those workshops that we did, even though everything transitioned to Zoom, we maybe have changed a workshop to instead of just how to do business development or, or you know, get more sales, it was how to do it on Zoom you know, and how to continue mm-hmm. to network, you know, how do you network on Zoom? How do you network, you know, by phone? And so we continued all the programs last year with some tweaks into what we were offering, but we did do it by Zoom and have continued to be by Zoom with the with exception of a few events this year, which everything is now going back in person now that things have, have gotten better with COVID. Okay. That makes sense. So now let's get to the podcast. So what made you want to launch a podcast for NBDA? What made me want to launch a podcast for NBDA? I, you know, was looking at the 10 year anniversary coming up and thinking about what could we do different and always trying to add more value to our speakers and sponsors and members and everyone else that we serve. Right. And so At the end of the day, the board and I, you know, we meet monthly. The board and I were talking about what else we could do. And, you know, I started a podcast, of course, in March to highlight all my clients under Strategic Catalyst. And uh, this was seemed like the natural thing to do given technology and connections and just really, again, the brainstorming of how do we add more value to members, add more value to speakers, add more value to our sponsors, and add more value really to the board members too, because I'm all about trying to add more value to them too, and I want them to make this a win-win for them. So we've decided to launch the podcast because we are now highlighting all of those people and learning why they join NBDA and why they support NBDA and what value they've received from being a part of NBDA. So anyway, long story short, it was the 10-year anniversary and brainstorming to how to really give back, serve more, and add more value to the people that have helped us get where we're at. Okay. So you'd mentioned your podcast, but what's the name of that podcast? Oh, well, under Strategic Catalyst, which is, you know, is my first consulting firm that I started. I, that podcast is called the Christine Spray Show. 
and on the Christine Spray Show, I interview business owners and leaders to highlight them and, and tell their story, how they you know became successful. And so the theme is similar, but it, it's interviewing only business leaders and owners. And it's just interesting because several of them on the Christine Spray Show is everything from NFL to owning multiple you know companies. This one gentleman, Terrence, Terrence Murphy, who a lot of people know, former NFL player, to and he's a client. So these are all clients of mine from the White House to 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 small business ownership and leadership from an accidental entrepreneur, you know, a gentleman that became CEO of his business and has grown wildly, you know, over the last several years that I've known him. So anyway, that's the Christine Spray Show. And I have heard from lots of my clients that receive the podcast, how much value they get out of these other people sharing. So I'm just honored again to give back and help highlight my client that serves another client. And that's what we're all here to do. That's great. I know you've, you've really enjoyed doing that. And I believe the podcast can be found at christinespray.com yes. or they can just search for Christine Spray on their podcast player of choice. Correct? Correct. Yep. That's okay. Great. So back to the NBDA podcast. So why did you choose me as the host of the podcast? Was it just because I was your husband? So by default, I, I was the big winner or was there more that went into the decision other than that? Well, you know, I believe in giving back. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, so you know, but for the audience, you've had your own podcast for a couple of years and I've always wanted to do a podcast but the barrier to entries is so difficult and um, I just didn't have the time and patience to, to get into it. And so you helped me actually launch my podcast with the Christine Spray Show, you know, several months ago. And thank goodness I've helped several of my clients that want to do a podcast for have them launch a podcast. And so, you know, who more do I trust than you? And so given that you've already have this infrastructure set up, not only for your business that you've been doing it for a couple of years and seeing the results and the value it adds to the people you serve, but you have obviously helped me and you've helped several of my clients and obviously you've helped several of your clients. So, so it's kind of fun and it's kind of cool to sit here on the other end of the phone with my husband and my partner. It reminds me back when you wanted to join my Vistage group, but I couldn't let you do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. And by the way, if I can just give a shameless plug that uh, business that manages the podcast is called Your Podcast Team, and that's at yourpodcast.team. So what do you hope to accomplish with the podcast? I mean, we touched a bit on it uh, earlier as far as why you wanted to start it, but any specific accomplishments you have in mind? Well, the first thing is, as I said, I want to give back, you know, I want NBDA to give back to those people over the years currently and over the years that have served NBDA to help make NBDA what it's been. So by interviewing board members and speakers and sponsors and, and members, it's a nice way to highlight them and their stories. And let's face it, this development is all about helping others and introducing them. But the other part about it that I didn't mention about COVID and where we're at, you know, now is this is also helping us. NBDA has lots of members nationwide now, not just in Houston. And originally we were going to launch, you know, multiple chapters throughout the U.S. We have focused primarily on building Houston. And from Houston, we've actually attracted lots of other people across the U.S. So now we can also host those people on our podcast. They don't have to be in our backyard and actually attend an event. 
So it's about giving back, highlighting these people, helping them build their network, helping get the word out about them and their services and their ideal clients, but also have a further reach. I mean, quite frankly, as you know, we could go outside the US, but I certainly want to serve the people that have served us first. Great. And as far as the episode frequency, when you first told me about the idea and invited me to be the host, I was thinking, you know, an episode a month or so. But no, that's not how Christine rolls, is it? What's the release (laughs) frequency that you've uh, tasked me with? I fooled you, didn't I? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it sounded like a good idea. You know, I do my other podcast, The Christine Spray Show. I launch that every three weeks just because my schedule with everything else on my plate. But, you know, the more we talked about it, the more it made sense for you to actually be the, you're the expert, so you to be the host and you to interview all these people. It feels a little biased when I do it, so I appreciate you doing it. And since you're doing it, instead of doing it once a month or once every three weeks, why don't we just do it every every (laughs) month? And Lord knows we have a list. We've got plenty of people. We've got plenty of board members. We have plenty of members. We have plenty of speakers. We have plenty of sponsors. So I think I've booked your calendar for the next year, right? I think so. And by the way, <laughs> you you said uh, a monthly release, but I believe you meant a weekly release. That's right. That's what I'm saying. We're now going to do it every week. <laughs> awesome. Well, I can't believe how the time is flying by. I've got just a couple other questions. So what would you say to other professionals who are considering joining NBDA? Oh, I would say that NBDA, of course, I know it sounds biased coming from me, but talk to the other board members too. I would say that NBDA is a great platform to learn how to network, build build your network, and get your name out there, build your book of business, continue to learn best practices from those that are the best of the best, and um, whether it's local or whether it's national, that you know, I believe we should never stop learning, as Warren Buffett says. And, you know, Zig Ziglar says you help another people get what they want, definition of success. All that's wrapped up in NBDA for sure. Okay. All right. Two more questions. First one's a bit of a curveball. What do you wish you knew when you were 25 years old? What do I wish I knew when I was 25 years old? Wow. Or what would you say to your 25-year-old self if you could like go back in time and give your 25-year-old self some coaching? Yeah, I can answer both of those questions the same. And that is, that I wish I had become an entrepreneur sooner than I did. I wish mm-hmm. I didn't let fear hold me back in becoming an entrepreneur. I was so busy climbing the corporate ladder. And certainly, it gave me a lot of experience, which actually is very helpful for my clients now. So no regrets, but I wish I, I wish I... You know, everything I've done, I've figured out a way to do it. And I just wish I had the courage to do it sooner. Well, I guess that's my fault because uh, I launched my business a year before yours. And I always tell people that once you saw my level of success and you thought, wow, I'm way more talented than that guy, I should start my own business. So I guess that's on me for not having started my business sooner, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. You only started one business, but after you started yours, I started mine a year later and then I continued to start one a year after that. So there you go. I know. So last question. (laughs) Uh, You're silly. Is there anything that we did not cover that you wish we had? No, I don't think so. I just, I appreciate that question and I appreciate your time in doing this for MBDA, Dave, because you're not only helping me, but you're helping others, which is what it's all about. No, as far as anything else, I just, I hope people know that that you and I both are here to serve. And if we can be a resource for anyone 
out there that wants to grow their network or grow their book of business or, or, or grow their business by, you know, increasing profitability that, that we wouldn't be hesitate to have that call. And if we're not the right people, we can introduce them to somebody that is. Excellent. So with that, why don't we, uh, we wrap up? So if people need to reach you, what's the best way for them to reach you? Well, they can either reach out through strategiccatalystinc.com. They can reach out through info at nbda.co. They can reach out to me through LinkedIn, or they can reach out through the Christine Spray show if they want to be a guest or talk to me more about that. So lots of different ways. All you have to Google, all you have to do is Google my name. I'm a little modest, but you can find me easily. Awesome. Well, hey, thank you again for not only for being on the podcast, but for making me the happiest man in the world about 18 years ago when you said yes to marrying me. So thank you, sweetie. Yeah, well, thank you, sweetheart, because without you, I'm not sure it'd be where I'm at either. So credit goes to you. And thanks for letting me be the racehorse that I am. (laughs) You're welcome. Have a good evening. Thanks, you too. Bye-bye. And there we have it. Another great episode. Don't forget to check out the show notes at podcast.nbda.co. And you can find out more about being a member of the National Business Development Association at nbda.co. That's it for this episode. Have a great week and we'll talk to you next time.